Okay, so welcome to episode five of Last the Podcast with Sean and Matt. We're going to go over the Habs-Leafs game that just happened, and then we're going to try to immediately forget it. We're going to talk some WandaVision, and hey, we might throw in some Waterworld. Yeah. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by Taco-Flavored Kisses. <laughs> and if you want to jump in with a comment, a question, a request, anything, you could reach us on the social medias. So we've got... The Facebook page, Last the Podcast. Instagram, same thing, Last the Podcast. You can reach us on Twitter at Last the Podcast One. And Mathieu, jump in with our email. Yeah, we got our email. So any uh, requests, comments, anything at all, LT, LTP Podcast 83 at gmail.com. Do it to it. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. So we're going to start hockey. Yeah. We usually start some some pop culture and jump into hockey. Our our listeners have jumped in and said they may prefer hockey first. So Maybe. Let's let's do it. Let's we'll switch um, it up. Just finished watching the Habs Leafs. Uh, <laughs> it, it, did, it, did not, it, <laughs> it did not end well. Depending on who you're rooting for? If you're rooting for the Leafs, it ended well. Yeah, was, this was a great game. If you're a Leafs fan, um, not a great game in in this household. No. Yeah, no. especially uh, that call, no call. What the fuck? Sean, Sean, Sean did not like that. He was <laughs> he was pretty mad. This is probably the most passionate I've been about. A call in a hockey game that I've been in a long time. And let me just start by saying it was the right call. Yeah. We both agreed initially before any of the bullshit started. We both agreed no goal. No goal. No goal. The puck was loose. And I like the idea that you're allowed to just hack at the puck until it's covered. That's fine. But he hit the pad. Uh, Kokoniemi hit the pad. So it's kind of goaltender. No, it's not kind of. It's it's goalie interference. No goal. But it was called a goal on the ice. On the ice. On the ice. Called a goal. Referees may have, you know, there's like 19 of them on the ice now. So there was a disagreement. <laughs> there's more refs on the ice than players. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So they look into it. Looking spend, like soccer uniforms out there. Yeah. It's, they spend like three, four minutes. They look at it. They come back and they say, okay, the call on the ice stands. It's a good goal. Lucky for the Habs. At this point, it's 4-2 for the Leafs. This makes it 4-3. I'm, I can't remember how much time was left in the in the second period. Let's say like five to eight minutes. So there's still enough time yeah, it was like to, halfway. to, to get some momentum. Maybe tie it or whatever. And then the Leafs decide to challenge it. Which I found silly. Because the refs already challenged themselves. Yeah, you're just basically putting yourself on the penalty kill. Yes, right? exactly. Exactly. The goal should stand because they just they called deemed it. it a goal. Yeah. Twice. Like, what are you doing? So, goal, penalty for your challenge, let's move on. Yeah, because we, we were both like, this guy's an idiot. What's, what a waste. <laughs> yeah, you're just asking to kill a penalty. Okay, whatever. So, they call Toronto again. And this time, the call takes about 10 seconds and they come back and they're like, yeah, it's overturned, no goal. At which point, I am like, what 
the fuck? Yeah. How can you just question your own call, back it up, say, yes, it's a goal, and then within 10 seconds say, no, maybe not. And I like your theory. What was it? Yeah. That, that, Sh- okay. Share that. <laughs> Matt has a wonderful theory so, and it has to be the only thing. So um, imagine this. Picture, picture this. <laughs> okay. So you're in Toronto, you know, get a call, right? They need you to review a goal. Review it. <laughs> call it. It's a good goal. Good goal. Okay. All right, everybody. Job's done. Let's go get some coffee. So they walk out of the office, wherever that is in Toronto, you know. Then, you know. Phone well, rings again. Phone rings again. And janitor sweeping up, you know, he, he sees the phone ring and he, he's like, you, I got to answer that. Someone's got to answer the phone. <laughs> Someone's got to answer. Can't just let that shit go to voicemail. It's important. So picks up the phone and they're like, uh, what do we do? And he's like, yeah, overturn that shit. Yeah, he's a goalie interference, no goal. Janitor just sweeping up, wearing yep. a Leafs jersey, picks up, says, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, that's a goal." Yeah. So again, if we get, I I know we've picked up quite a few Leafs followers on Twitter. Uh, if any of you are listening, again, don't. Were come, you that janitor? Don't. <laughs> <laughs> don't come at us saying, "Oh, it was no fucking goal, anyways." No, no, no. We agree. You're right. We're not arguing that. We agree. We're not. Picture back last game or one of those games against Ottawa where Joe Thornton had the same goal overturned. Now, if the goal was overturned and then deemed a good goal and then it was challenged again and then it was deemed no goal, don't pretend for a second that you're not going to just go ballistic. It's bullshit. You, yeah. There's... There's no consistency with the officiating in this league. And not I'm not just talking about Habs. I'm not one of those people who is always saying, oh, the, the Habs, like, the league's yeah, against we, we the Habs, yeah. the refs. No, because, yeah, there's a lot of bad calls against us, but it balances out. And at the end of the season, it, it's fine. This game was not decided by that call. The Leafs outplayed the Habs. Start no, to but look, there were look. there were some good shifts, but never in a row. Leafs were never put on their heels. They took advantage of their chances. Habs didn't. Who's to say now? Again, let's say it's counted, and now it's challenged. It's still counted. Habs go on the power play. Maybe they tie it. Maybe they don't. It's a whole different game. But I'm not going to sit here and pretend that the Habs lost the game. Because of this call, no, but that would have that would have changed everything. It would have changed a lot, you know. Yes. But how are you gonna? Because that that sets a kind of weird precedence, right? Like this is the first time I've seen anything yeah. like that. Usually, if they call it, they review it. It's good. It's good, and uh, and that's it. And I, you can't go back, you know. But we were saying, what like can can. Can we challenge the challenge? That, I, I don't know. Because... But, I mean, we would have lost it at that point. A but coach's challenge should be about... I, I, the initial I don't know call. if you can like, call it. it. Like, can you call the overturn? Because if I'm Claude Julien, I'm calling the ref over. And I'm saying, I'm challenging that. But I want the first people in the Toronto <laughs> yeah, War yeah, yeah. to take the call. Whoever just, just... Are they done their coffee? Yeah. Are they back yet? <laughs> Let's... Because they would just pick up and be like, okay, all right, what goal are we reviewing? 
And they're like, Habs Montreal. They're like, oh, again? What happened this time? No, no, same goal. What? No, yeah, it's a fucking... I just... What okay, but, we, we just went over this. It's a goal. Okay, me me watching games, you, when, when stuff like this happens and, and the coach is pissed and they need to call over the ref and they're arguing, whatever the fuck, it's so useless every time. Yeah. Right? So what what... What exactly is the point of that? Like, just to understand what the refs are thinking? Yeah, when Ju- but- I would have done the same thing, though. If I'm Claude Julien, I call him over. I say, I don't get, like, okay, whatever, no goal. Tell me what the fuck just happened. Because here's my question. What were you reviewing the first time? Yeah. And if they can tell me it was something different. And I, I did read something interesting on the Twitter. Um, Eric Engels from yeah. Sportsnet says what he thinks is maybe the first time they were reviewing to see did the puck cross the line. Yeah, but... If that's what they're looking at, they're not looking at anything else. They see the puck cross the line. They say, yeah, it did. Good goal. Okay. Then the second time they're saying, did it cross the line due to goaltender interference? But there's no way you can look at that the first time Right, we were arguing this too. There's no because one is hand in hand with the other. Yeah, it's if, not like something happened maybe a foot away from the puck that that influenced it. Maybe you need another camera angle. This is the same camera angle. This is literally an inch away from what they're looking at. Tell me that's not something yeah. that like how long if, have you been roughing the in case, the NHL? If that's the case, why doesn't the referee just turn on his mic and say, we reviewed, and yes, the puck did cross the line, but it was found that there was goaltender interference, the goal is no good. Okay, I'm good with that. But, okay, now I'm thinking, did... I I, I know. I, I can't. We could do a full episode on that call. I think it was very poorly executed. I think it was horseshit. Again... Maybe biased, but I have to say, seeing as how both of us did agree that it was no goal, I'm pretty confident in saying that if it was, you know, if roles were reversed and it was the Habs who scored, sorry, if the Leafs who scored and then the Habs challenged it, whatever, and it was it was the same result, I would sit here being like, what a gong show. How can yeah. they make, how is it goal, no goal, or... Goal, on, goal, no goal. On either on either side, Leafs, Habs, just hockey fan in general. You've got you've got to look at this and be like, this is this is crazy. You you can't let stuff. The, these refs need to need, need to have a talking to yeah. or something because I'm not they got I'm, I'm not going to want to. I'm not <laughs> Lucy. <laughs> Lucy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm not gonna want to go into a game with my team and have these clowns on the ice. No, refing my game. And but that's the thing too. I find NHL officiating is a joke, and that's why I'm never too surprised about a lot of calls. But this this one, the fact that they called something on the ice, and then they called the war room in Toronto who confirmed the call on the ice and then there was a challenge and they overturned it and in a matter of seconds too i think that plays a big part it's a matter of what's toronto because they're it's not only the guys on the ice it's the guys in toronto too that are like yeah yeah good goal 
Yeah, well, yeah, the yeah. war room. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah, you yeah, call yeah. them, like you called the same number. <laughs> it's like when you call customer service. I don't know. You know what? <laughs> I'm just. I'm gonna. I'm gonna move on because. No, 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 no. no it's, another it's, hour of this, Sean. Come on. It's just we can ha- do it. When I, oh my God, when I stood <laughs> Guys, up. Guys, you don't understand. This is like, this, this, this is touching him to the core. I, he is, he is fucking livid. It's great. And the thing is, the Canadians have been so bad for, for the last few years that I just haven't given enough of a shit to yeah. argue things or to be this passionate. Habs would lose and I'd be like, oh, also the sunset, yeah, yeah. you know, whatever. But coming into the season, Habs made some moves. They looked so good. I was so excited. And then, you know, the the start of the season looked so promising. And then recently, just four losses in six games or yeah. something like that. It's just so bad. And I'm like, okay, whatever. It's it's a long, well, sorry, it's, it's not a long season. It's, it's only 56. It's early. Yeah. I don't care. But this call took me back like a decade to when I used to become a whole new person when the puck dropped and i have to say when i stood up over there i I got up to go to the bathroom but it took me five minutes to even go in the door because i had to stand (laughs) and just rip into that call i was so infuriated and again it's no i don't have lost tonight because they were outplayed It, it would bother me more if the Canadians had control of the game and maybe even they were winning or it was tied and that was the go-ahead goal yeah. and it was waved off and the Habs were so deflated and the Leafs jumped on that and momentum shifted and we lost. That I'd be more angry, angrier. I'd be angrier. Yeah. English word, good. <laughs> so I guess I can take solace in the fact that it didn't really matter in the end, but it's just still just yeah. so fucking frustrating. And should we? It's it's funny. I don't swear a lot on this show. Yeah, but it's getting. Oh, you can. Yeah. No, no, go. For no, it. I know I can, but it's also funny because I swear like a fucking sailor when we're not recording. That's true. <laughs> but this is just. I was so angry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fuck. All right. So so let's. Skip over, skip over that. Fuck. Well, not skip over it, but we we've talked about it. You know, nothing we could do. Got to move forward. Um, the game it's in its entirety. Um, honestly, personally, I I'm okay. Okay, we we hit of a a bit of a rush a rush, rough patch. Yeah. You know, we we lost a couple games. Our last ten were five wins, five losses. It happens. Uh we were doing good, but you know, we're we're just not scoring. We're getting well, shots. Our the third period we were super intense. So if we could have come out with that the whole game, we would have won for sure. But I don't know. What 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 do you think? I think again. This was maybe one of the better. I say again, yeah. Again. But now I'm bringing up a point that I've not mentioned at all, so no, but I don't now, know why I said again. But now, um, now you did it again. I so. think again, again. I think once more. No, no. Also, also. <laughs> to reiterate, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think the Habs played the best game they have 
in the last while, but okay. they just played it against a better opponent. Yeah. And so it wasn't enough. Um, Anderson played a good game. Yeah. The the two goals that beat him were just... I well, mean, he Ka- saved, Ka- saved Kanyemi, the goal with his knob, right? That was right? pretty impressive. We've all been there. Yeah. Kanyemi and Paul Byron both picked the corners when they scored. Yeah. There's not many goalies that are going to save those. He made a huge, huge save. Who was it against? Uh, I don't know. You know the one. I'm, when I first started watching the game, I oh, had trouble. Oh, scored two, but at that point it was over. I had trouble dis- figuring out which team was which because of the blue. <laughs> such so a like, bad luck jersey, and I've already fucking ordered mine. <laughs> it's such a classic Sean. Uh, I think Price. You can't you can't pin this on him. No, I don't think. If you look at the goals, the first goal, you're not stopping. Matthews, I cannot stand him. I don't like his face. I don't like the way he carries himself. I don't like that he's a maple leaf. Yeah, I there's hate no him. there's no bias in that at all. No. The yeah. guy can hockey though. He can he's he's, he's scoring a lot of It's goals. not just the Toronto thing. I don't like him as a person. I don't like that thing that went off where him and his friends all got drunk and tried to oh, yeah. go into a woman's car when she, like that's whatever. I know that'll rile Leaf funds up too, but reach me on Twitter, we'll go back and forth about that. Ask your mother, sister, girlfriend, wife if they'd be comfortable if four big dudes at six feet and 200 pounds drunkenly tried to get into her car and let me tell me what they say. But let's get back to hockey. Yeah. Um, he's, 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 he's really good. Yeah. And when he's on a, you're on a five on three and Matthews has a chance from inside the slot, he's going to score. That's not on price. Second goal, two on one, beautiful pass. Not going to save that. Third goal, there was a screen, so we'll give him that. And Marner is a goal scorer, so we'll give him that. The fourth goal, again, I know it's Matthews, and and that's what he does. He scores goals. He was far enough out, though. And if Carey Price is going to have the elite status that is still given to him by some, he's got to save that. Well, when's, when's our next game? We have a couple of days, right? Monday? Monday, okay, Tuesday? Okay, something like that. So what? Allen's in? No, I play him again. Play, play Price. Price? Yeah. There's no reason for him to be exhausted. He just had a week off and played one game. Well, it's not I about exhausted. No. But if he's, if he's kind of not... Put him in. I think he's fragile. Yeah. He's, uh, he's so delicate. I put him in again. See, yeah. look, you're our number one goalie. You didn't lose that game. Well... that was It wasn't on you. Because let's say that one Matthews goal, he should have saved. What was the fifth goal? Um, I don't know. Okay, but even then... I, I lost track. We've been drinking. Yeah, we have. <laughs> <laughs> We're at the point now, though, where Habs only scored three goals and the last one was with a minute left. So it wasn't on price. It, it wasn't. So put him in again. You're okay. our number one guy. We believe in you. Go. But it's Ottawa win yeah and if they lose against ottawa put him in against the next one against ottawa if they lose again then i'm sorry then we have a controversy then you put in jake allen because we do not have 82 games to get this shit in order right but again i don't want to make this i fuck i say again a lot i don't no, want to make again. it seem i didn't i didn't catch I, it i don't want to make it seem sean again as if I'm trying to put it on price. Because Toffoli, yes, you're great. I love the signing. I love the contract. You score goals. But it's only against Vancouver or in a game where yeah. you lose like this. Where is Deneau? 
where is Gallagher? Where is Tatar? Where is Suzuki? And I'm a big Suzuki fan, but he's he's tapered off. Kotkaniemi was far and away the best player tonight. You know what I'm seeing? I'm seeing a lot of individual efforts that lead to goals. Not a lot of team, like, you know, not a lot of passes. I, I... Maybe before, it's, but do we take do we take the Ottawa games and do we do we say let's let's try some stuff that maybe we couldn't do against another team? Well, it's funny because maybe I I would start the game against Ottawa the way we did against Toronto because it, yeah, I caught myself there. Uh. I think the Haps played a strongish game tonight. I think if they played against Ottawa rather than Toronto, it would be a win. So keep it the way it is. But if you don't win against Ottawa, and I don't, I don't want like a two-one. You battled your hardest, right. and you no. I want a three-four-five-one win. I want to beat Ottawa. Okay. I want to beat them because we're better than them. They're a dumpster fire. They're shit. I'm sorry, any Ottawa fans? There's no Ottawa fans. <laughs> um, Habs have to beat them. Yeah. Habs should be beating teams. The way they were at the beginning, the way they beat Vancouver by four goals, they should be scoring four or five goals a game. Now, yes, there's going to be a few where you don't, but at the end of the day, they should be really just drilling into teams and making it a clear victory. And they need to do this against Ottawa. They need to. They need their confidence back. And they, I don't care if we win a big game and everyone's like, oh, it was only against Ottawa. Doesn't matter. Doesn't well, we matter. Because we have two games against Winnipeg coming up soon. Because we need if, if we get that momentum going into those, exactly. then it, sh- it should be good. Because but... it's a good team. And this is something that set some people off in some Toronto Twitter followers that we got recently. Is after the Habs lost against Toronto the last time. like So the game before this, we beat them. But before that, Toronto beat us. After that game, somebody on Twitter, a Habs fan, mentioned that we lost to an incredibly beatable team. One of the Leafs fans followed up and said, how are you going to say incredibly beatable if Toronto's that much better than Montreal? I responded simply by saying my opinion that... The Habs are a better team on paper. So yeah. it's not crazy to think that Toronto's beatable. No, they're, they're plenty beatable. That got us some attention yeah. from Toronto fans who jumped on me. And it's like, how can you think we're better on paper? Look at Matthews. I'm like, I don't think you know what on paper means. On paper means depth. On paper means if Habs played to their full potential against the Leafs at their full potential, I think Habs are the better team. And I do. Don't come at me with Marner and Matthews and Tavares and all that because you're the top two lines don't compare. They well, don't. Look. Light years, I'm just light years apart. But after that second uh line three and four defense and goaltending, in my opinion, at their best is better in Montreal. But I also said, Toronto's the team who's translating it to on ice. And on ice is what matters. On paper does not 
matter. I'm simply saying Toronto's beatable. So that's that's my point there. Yes, I think we're better on paper. Are we better on the ice right now? Not even close. It's not close. Toronto, this right. kills me to say, Toronto's the much better team right now. But Ugh, it feels so dirty to say. <laughs> third period. Third period, right? Third, yes. Canadians outplayed the Leafs. Do you agree or no? Third period? Yeah. And I think they just came up with a much better mindset. Josh Anderson woke up and was well, hitting were, everything that moved. They were being and, more physical because yeah. the lead, like we we try and play fancy. Yes. If now we're a bigger team finally, we can play the more physical physical game. These fancy's fun, but you have to adapt. Yeah. And when you're playing, the thing is, at the beginning, at the at the beginning of the year, a lot of teams like Vancouver and Ottawa and Edmonton, what they were trying to do against the Canadians is they were trying to open it up and let's play a run and gun game. But against the Canadians, you're you can't really play that type of game because you're going to lose. We've got a good transition. We've got people in the back end who can get it out fast. We've we've got a solid four lines who can create chances. If you're just if you're going to throw defense out the window and play a run-and-gun game where you're going to trade chances with the other team, Habs are going to win a lot. Yeah. Now, translate that against Toronto. If Habs are going to try to play a fancy game, run-and-gun, let's make the extra pass against Toronto, they're going to lose because Toronto does have those top two lines. Yeah. And if you're throwing defense out the window and you're just playing a fast-paced game... Toronto will win. They they have the offense to get it done. Matthews does not need a lot of chances. I fucking hate how much I'm complimenting him. <laughs> I don't like him. Sean, but on Sean the ice, hates Matthews. I, I, maybe he hasn't said it enough. Maybe after I reiterate, he hates stand him. Hates him. For me, he's up there with Brad Marshall. Those two are just anyways. But again. Great hockey players. A hundred percent. And that's it. You can't give Matthews an inch. He's going to score. I don't have his numbers in front of me, but I'm pretty sure it's something like 18 games and 17 goals and 26 points. What? It, they they said this is his third game. Three, third out of four games. Third out of four, four, games, yeah. four games that he has two goals a game. Yeah. He's the guy... Is so good. And I don't think you noticed, too. He's a big dude. Yeah. So he's not just one of these small guys who's all just like, you know, Marty St. Louis, who's all speed or all flash or all whatever. He's a big guy, so he can fight you off the puck, too. He's very good at hockey. So you, you can't... <laughs> You just just see see like just, <laughs> just this is tearing into uh, Sean's it is, soul. It is. I would so much love. <laughs> Thank to God have, you have that drink in your hand. Right? Uh, I switched to gin too. Beer yeah. was not doing it for me. But he's and and on top of that, he's on a line with Mitch Marner, who is they're both second and third in the well, not they're both second. One of them is second. One of them is third in points right now in the league. So you put them on a line, you. You've got to adjust your style. And here's my question. How far do you go into the season if you're the Montreal Canadiens? You've revamped your lineup. Yeah. You've got players who can 
you should be able to adjust to any style of play. You want to play physical, you can do it. You want to play fancy, you can do it. At what point do you look at your bench and think Claude Julien is not the guy? Is is that where we're going now? That's what I don't know. I mean, why isn't this team winning? Well, because it seems what's wrong like, with them on paper? It seems like a lot of people on paper again. Leafs fans are gonna love. Where this is episode. this paper, Sean? <laughs> But I mean, I would like to see this. You paper. look at this roster, and you're thinking, why are they? Why are they nine five and two, or whatever the hell they are? Yeah. Why are they not winning? Why are they not at least giving Toronto more of a fight? Montreal and Toronto should be fighting for that first spot. They're ten points up. It's not close. We have three games in hand. Let's say we win them all. We're still four points back. It's not close. Why is the team? That Montreal has right now, why is Deneau, who's knocking his head against the wall for not taking that five-year, thirty million or six-year, thirty million contract that was offered to him? Right. He 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 denied that. He's not getting that now. He is playing himself out of a contract. Why is Gallagher not scoring? Why is like why are we not getting the best out of our players? Is it the coach? I mean, it could be. I don't know, but like just just based on that. Okay, like I said, a lot of our goals, any chances that we have, it seems like the guys alone. It's mostly breakaways, whatever it is. Okay, but it's, it's mostly shorthanded. Yeah, well, that's okay. At least we're scoring. <laughs> but coming from that third period, do you say just? Play physical from now on and see how like do you just like fucking beat the shit out of Ottawa when we when we see them next like just keep that yeah why going? not why not because they they were the team that that shut us down they were the team that started this whole thing pretty much yeah you, they you beat know us, what I mean then we beat them the second time but it was a struggle had Habs played physical from the beginning they would have had more of a chance I think that call we discussed earlier what call deflated no, them as well. But I don't know. I, I mean, what killed us too is the first period at 0-0. You go into the second period. You get a penalty. Okay, it's going to happen. And then Ben Sherrutt, I think it was, tries to clear the puck and it goes over the glass. Worst rule in hockey. <laughs> it is, and I'm not saying that because it happened to the Habs. Wait, I or- think... The worst, the- rule, wor- worst rule is the not going directly to the bench rule after you lose your helmet you, yeah <laughs> it was like romanov like twice almost got that kovalev does it with style and the second time apparently i forget who it was what analyst it was who was like saying he heard everybody yelling. Yeah. everybody on the bench was like fucking romanov get off the ice <laughs> but i just think i i i get where they're going with that rule right let's say you're trying to change and you can't and that the the opposition has it in your zone and they're just pressing and pressing and pressing you're exhausted you get the puck yeah flip it over now i can change yeah i get that but i think i think we've even talked about this on the show where sometimes like sharat tonight he went to the corner he turned and just shot it yeah there should be accidental with the way that the puck was up against the boards his stick was up against the boards there's no way from there he's like I'm gonna try. Yeah, like you, you can tell you can, you can tell. tell if it's intentional. It's like it's like uh, well nothing like but sort of. You remember when was it Philadelphia? 
a couple years back or something like that. They were just like holding the puck back and like it was Philly and Tampa, I think. Yeah, and they were just they was were it? just like passing the puck around in their own zone and not making any oh. effort to attack. I think it was. I think it was. It was definitely Philly. It might have been Tampa who they were playing. And Tampa had the puck, and they were waiting for Philly to approach them so they can. But the but Philadelphia coach knew what they were doing, so yeah, yeah they were like, "We're gonna wait till they come out." That was a gong show. But <laughs> I just think every time a team has it in their own zone and they flip it over, the the referees and the linesmen, the the four officials. Should congregate for five seconds and be like, "All right, what the fuck was that?" I don't know. Like, nah. After after tonight, it, because after tonight, I don't have much faith in that. And then what? They'll bring it to Toronto and the fucking janitor will answer again. Well, no, if it's on ice, <laughs> I just think they should look. It's it's not hard to tell. There there was no pressure there. Sharat just went. Yeah, there was like a guy on him, but. There were no scoring chances or anything. He just turned and tried to ice it. It went over. Again, yeah. the, the example I bring up a lot is Andre Markov years ago had the puck in his own zone. And I can't remember if he was already killing a penalty or not. But he ripped it from the Habs zone. He just slap shot. Just boom, shot it. And the puck went up, 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 all the way down the ice and happened to go over the glass behind the goalie and into the crowd. Right. And they called that a penalty. But how? Because he was in his own zone when uh, he shot. And do you think that's what he was trying to do? You know, it's like, make a call. Make a judgment call. And sometimes you're going to be wrong, but it's fine. Because you're an NHL official. You're wrong most of the time. But that put the Habs on a, on a two-man disadvantage. Right. Of course Toronto's going to fucking score. To me... Any time your team has a five on three and you don't score, someone should be fired. <laughs> like it's five on three. I don't care who's in nets. I don't care who's on the ice. It's five on three. So that puts them up one nothing right after. Still five on four, two nothing. Game was over. Yeah. Yes, Habs came back and tied it two two, but I think at that point Toronto was already fired up. So, I, uh, uh, fuck, I yeah. don't know. Such a deflating loss. We'll, we'll, we'll see where that goes. But, like, to come back to your point about a coaching change, that'd be interesting. I mean, they're not going to do anything this season if... Oh, you don't know. You don't know. Do I not? No. I think... On paper, though. On paper. <laughs> <Fuck you>. <laughs> <laughs> I think... Um, okay. bergevin has been... The GM for what? Eight, nine years. Right. He's got to be on thin ice. Right? Not a lot of playoff appearances. Not a lot going his way. Well, just you the would hype have for the season coming into it. and So coming into the season, you have to think if Habs don't make the playoffs, his job's in jeopardy. So what does he do? He signs to Foley. He trades Domi for Anderson. He finally brings in a solid backup goalie. Signs Edmondson, another Stanley Cup winning defenseman. He goes and gets Corey Perry, a Stanley Cup depth player. Froelich, a Stanley Cup. He was like, shit, I'm all, like, we got to do something. He gave Julien a team. So he was like, we got to do something. So now he's looking. If Habs don't make the playoffs, he might be out of a job. 
Right. He does not have the patience to wait a full season. And then when Molson brings him into the office and is like, what the fuck? He's going to sit there and be like, well, I gave him a team. Julien didn't do it. No, no, no. Because at that point, Molson could be like, yeah, you gave him a team nine years in. I'm sorry. You're done. You're both gone. You know? And again, I don't fucking know how this stuff works behind the scenes. But if I'm Bergevin, I'm scared for my job. And even though I've been hard on him in the past and I've, I've said he hasn't put together a good team, he has now. It's not on him now. But even though it's not on him now, the past years might catch up to him. So if I'm him, if we go five more games and don't win like three, three even four of them i start thinking fuck it i gotta protect myself i need a coach i need to put the blame somewhere else well because it's maybe not the players at fault and what are you gonna do you're gonna get rid of players you're gonna bench players you're gonna no you're not gonna do that you're gonna switch get rid of the coach and fucking make the send the message that way it's easier to fire one guy than 26 players yeah and Julien, I'm sorry. What have you done? I mean, you get rid of him. I, I, it's still I a think bit his early. job is it's early, but but do, if if we do end up losing the next two three games, I think I think that's when we're more in that kind of territory. Especially since the next two games are against Ottawa. Yeah, a team that should be easy pickings. Okay. So, I he's probably already thinking about it. I think he is. Not not to say he's like really considering it. He's not doing interviews yet, but he's probably got a list of yeah. people he'd think about and he needs an out. He's got to deflect. Or do we just let Muller take over for... Uh... <laughs> Why not Dom Ducharme from Laval? Why yeah. not get someone who's proven himself to get the best out of his young players? Okay. Give him a shot. But it's, it's something's got to be done because the Habs not making the playoffs this year in a, in a weak division. I, I don't, I guess I'm kind Weaker. of putting Weaker. an asterisk on, on our own success. But Ottawa, Calgary, Vancouver, not great. Well, yeah, we're, we, have, we have some of the only wins that they have is against us, <laughs> right? Well, and Toronto, which is really messed up when you think they, they can only win against the top teams. Well, Ottawa just hates <laughs> Toronto. Yeah. And Ottawa hates us. Okay. And I think that's how it is. Sometimes you play better against... Like, look at Habs, right? In the past few years, when we haven't been great, we always play good against Boston. That's true. Canadians and were not good last year. We won all three games against Toronto. And it always makes it more fun that we have so many friends who support Boston. I know. <laughs> I know. I miss the days where there'd be like nine of us... And and Chris, yeah. Here's his, here's a shout his, out to Chris. Hey now, <laughs> hey now. <laughs> in his in his Bruins jersey, I'll never forget the time at his apartment we're watching, and the Habs beat the Bruins. He just stands up and he rips off his Cam Neely jersey, <laughs> and just throws it. And he's like, "Fuck these guys!" He's so pissed off. Uh, but then a few years later, he watched his team win the Stanley Cup. So here yeah, we go. that that was fun for us. Yeah, yeah not really, yeah. but okay. All right, moving on from that. Moving good memories. Good, t- good times. Good times. Ah, oh, man. Taco flavor kisses. <laughs> uh, See, I'm telling you, fun gin, s- gin well, does it You fast. know what? Honestly, I think now is a good time 45 minutes in. Are we 45 minutes in already? Yeah. That's what the Habs Leafs does. So this might be a longer episode. Probably. But, but hockey up front, guys. Yeah. You, you don't have to first. stick around for Waterworld. 
But it's going to be there. But why wouldn't you? It's like... (laughs) It's Robin Hood in water. Oh, my God. Okay, wait. That being said, just as a side note, I didn't even know that there was a outdoor classic today. And uh, it got delayed after the first period because the the ice was melting. <laughs> I I have a good idea. What's that? Let's have an outdoor game. Yeah. In Lake Tahoe. Yeah. Which borders California and Nevada. Because what better weather conditions than California and Nevada? I mean, <laughs> Can I also say I am sick and tired of outdoor games and have been for at least six, seven years. They're fun. No. No. They're fun when they were maybe once a year. Okay. It's just, I don't even know the difference anymore between the outdoor classic and the winter heritage and the this and that. It's It's such a money grab. But I have to say, this year because of COVID... And not having to do it in a stadium because nobody can go to it. The scenery at at the Lake Tahoe game was gorgeous. Yeah. I would, as a player, have trouble concentrating with those mountains. Like it, it was beautiful, but it was also delayed. <laughs> yeah, play. we're still waiting. We're it's still waiting. play at midnight tonight. Yeah, midnight. Uh, we might catch that. We might. We so, might watch it. I don't know. I'm done with the outdoor classic. That's cool. Eh. I thought it was funny. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. I mean, uh, I think I think we're good for hockey talk. We can move on. I spent 45 minutes talking about how Toronto is better than Montreal, so I am more than done with talking about hockey. All right. Well, we'll see how things go. We'll see if... Uh... We may have gotten more listeners, but it only came at the cost of my soul. I'm not... <laughs> I'm not... Ha- you better follow now on Twitter and... <laughs> This better this better grow our podcast because for God's sake, <laughs> if I just pumped Toronto's tires for nothing, then I am a broken man. Well, look, at least it's not the Bruins. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I think I think Sean almost threw up. <laughs> The top two teams in the league right now are Toronto and Boston. I'm done. You know what? Let's fucking yeah, one division. Okay. One division, yeah. Was it episode uh, seven? Seven, with a bit of a nod to the office. Yeah, not just the office. Obviously, uh, Rosie was telling me that, of course, my uh, well, so kind of that new, new school kind of comedy the format wall yeah. or barrier, whatever they call it. Yeah. yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was it was cool. I I enjoyed it. It was it was kind of slow. I mean, I know that. Um, WandaVision in total, I think, was supposed to only be eight episodes. That's what I heard. Nine. Uh, close enough. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and so they're, they're stretching. And it kind of felt really apparent in, in this episode. Not a ton. Like, a lot of stuff happened. But not, not an episode's worth, I don't think. You know? We have uh, Rambo. Rambo yes. getting some kind of superpowers, which I'm not. I'm which not sure she about. does have in. I was just say in real life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in in real life, there are comics in which she has superpowers. So yeah. they're starting to become apparent. And I'm going to talk about 
a fun theory that was put out there by a fan by the name of I forget, but <laughs> I'm having a lot of fun reading the theories about how the mutants are going to be brought into the universe. Right. Oh, and then I have something to complain about. Oh, this is going to be an episode that makes Sean upset. Okay. I'm, you know, I'm talking. Make Shauna. I, I oh, thought you were upset okay. already. It's bad enough. We're talking about how good Toronto is at hockey, <laughs> but I'm not done, and I'll get to that. Um, but first, fuck. What was I going? Uh, you you were angry. Okay, the theory is that the X gene, yes, which all mutants have, um, exists. Okay, so so some people just carry this X gene, but right now, it's never come into effect. Because I know in the comics, it's basically it's it's kind of like puberty, you know, like right. you you get to an age and eventually it just comes out. Somebody had a theory where the X gene exists and it's the hex that is going to activate it, and which would kind of make sense in this episode because when Rambo. You know, yeah, she tries to through. drive that like ATV or whatever. It doesn't work. Then yeah, she what a runs waste. through. And, right? <laughs> then she runs through and all of a sudden she's got blue eyes and Oh, she could see like powers the electromagnetic and, yeah. field. Uh, and Scarlet Witch throws some shit at her and she's like, no, bah. she lands well. And everyone's like, oh shit, something's happening here. And that kind of backs that theory. And Rosie, who mentioned that she saw something online where... At one point, Wanda's going to lose it and kind of like, boom, that hex is just going to kind of like yeah, fly all over the place. And I guess everybody who it hits and affects who happens to have the X gene, you know, it's, right. it's, it's just going to turn on. So that that's a fun theory. Um, and yeah, it looks like it might happen seeing as how Rambo got her powers now. Here's what pisses me off. Okay, I'm ready. Rosie... Also, to all you new listeners, you're going to hear the name Rosie a lot. She's my wonderful and beautiful wife. And she tells me things. <laughs> and then I talk about them on our show. Uh, she heard that apparently they're in talks to sign for Sue Storm. Okay. Who is Invisible Woman in Fantastic Four. Yeah. Uh-oh. Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, I was ho- I was hoping you were going to say Lopez. <laughs> she turns invisible and the, the villains are like, where is she? Then they all hear whispers of like, taco, taco. flavor kisses. <laughs> <laughs> South Park. Use. I'm anyway. sorry. I've had that in my head for days and I got it in Sean's head. Um, I... Do not like her as an actress. I don't think she's a good actress. I think she's overhyped. I wouldn't say I think she's a terrible actress. But do you I would like just her? Say I think she's very bad. But <laughs> I've never. But do you prefer? Uh... No. I mean, yes. Yes. I prefer anybody you're about to name. No, but who was it uh, in the movies? She was so bad. Alba. Fuck. Yeah. Bad. So I, I prefer I prefer Nothing this about one. Fantastic Four has ever been good in any movie. Jennifer, I, I will say this: I've never seen Silver Linings Playbook, and apparently she was good in that. Okay, I'll. So I can't judge that. I've seen Passenger. I've seen. Well, I like I like Passenger just because I like anything sci-fi. So fair. That, but that's on me. I didn't like her in that. 
Uh, I saw the movie uh, American Hustle. I thought she was miscast. I don't think she was good in that either. I didn't even know she was in that. Saw the X-Men movies. Yeah. And all I remember that is how she bitched and moaned and complained and said, I don't like being in blue makeup. You're fucking mystique. I mean, you you signed up for it. Yeah. What the fuck? (laughs) What? It's it's like it's like Hugh Jackman being like, "Can you take out the scenes with my claws?" I mean, like, no, idiot, because <laughs> you're you're Wolverine. Yeah, I'm not actually calling Hugh Jackman an idiot. I think he's a really good Wolverine. I think yeah, he's Logan, Logan was um, amazing. Logan was a great movie. It got me. It got me reading all the old man Logan uh, comics, amazing. which was so different, but so yeah. When and let's go off topic now because I don't want to talk about Jennifer. Oh, Lawrence. there's a, look. We're we talked hockey. We can go wherever yeah, we want. Right because now. this old man Logan was coming out or Logan was coming out, and I saw it and loved it. I thought he was amazing. I thought Patrick Stewart, like Captain Picard, was fantastic in that. Yeah, their relationship. You can tell that they really get along in real life too because the chemistry was amazing. The villain, I don't know the actor's name, but he was really good. Wait, in which one? In Logan. You know the Australian the dude? Or, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, the little... X-23? X-23. Everything about that movie was... And it was touching. It was a great ending. I loved the, uh, the mensch. At one point, they're in the car. And on the radio... The person mentions about uh, how all mutants were wiped out and everything. And it right. was be- that was because of Professor X. And so Logan turns the radio off. You know, it's just everything yeah. was so good about that movie. It wasn't a good superhero. I put that up there with The Dark Knight because it wasn't a great superhero movie. movie. It was a good movie that happened to be about yeah. superheroes. And there's three that I'll put in that category. Logan... Dark Knight, uh, Joker. Yeah. Those are three movies that are just fantastic <clears throat> movies. Um, where was I going with this? I don't like Jennifer Lawrence. That's <laughs> <laughs> a point in my story. <laughs> right, back, uh, back to Wanda. <laughs> so, WandaVision. Um, yeah, this episode, I, I guess I can see what you're saying. I was very hyped for it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed yeah, the episode. Yeah, it was a good episode. But the episodes, they're so fast. They're so short and I think now they're going to the usual formula of you know puts put a product out there wait till the end and then cliffhanger yeah you know and that's what they did with with Agnes yeah so basically yeah this this episode was mostly the big reveal of the villain who's been causing mayhem but like I, I really didn't see when when i was watching the episodes it felt more or, organic the stuff happening than someone pulling all the strings behind the scenes you know it it felt kind of weird i guess we'll, we'll we'll definitely see in the next episode how that plays out but and she killed the dog that's not cool man what a bitch i don't when people kill fucking animals movies um <laughs> but that's how you know she's fucking evil but it makes sense too that she's the villain too right because she's apparent in every episode she's always walking in she's like who 
else has a better handle on what's going on in Wanda's life than the neighbor who just walks in all willy-nilly and... But it, it feels kind of shoehorned in at the last minute kind thing, you know? But it's not... It's it's there the whole time. Just now they're being like, how did he not see this? Yeah, we'll, we'll see. But uh, so she 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 was the one behind recasting Pietro or at least bringing yeah. him in. And where are the kids? Where are the twins, right? Well, but that's the thing. See, this whole time, ever since kids happened, right... Because Vision can't leave the hex, he he can die if he does. Then and the kids are a product of the hex itself. If the hex is gone, kids be gone. Right, but again, and comic, that's just comic uh, fans are gonna hate me for this because oh, get ready. I'm not a hundred percent about what i'm about to say but i'll be close enough that you'll just be like "Ugh, why did can you just take five minutes and google it and find out but in the comics what makes wanda lose her mind is losing the twins and she had kind of created the twins because they can't have kids right her and vision can't have kids because he's let's get into the fact that so Scarlet wait, wait, Witch, wait, wait. an attractive real person is married to this like cyborg or whatever the hell he is. They can't pr- reproduce, so she kind of creates kids in this spell. And then Mephisto kind of breaks that spell, and by breaking the spell, it kill quote unquote kills the kids, and that's what causes her nervous breakdown. So right now it's kind of looking like where are the kids? They might have been taken out of the picture. That might cause her breakdown, which is going to open up phase five. So it's going to, instead of just being a small, small, tiny little hex, she's going to just go crazy. Well, she already has, right? Last last episode, that's what happened with Vision. All she had to do was push that hex like six feet (laughs) to keep Vision in. But she's like, nah, keep keep going, keep going. (laughs) But she's not totally in control of this. But I think... It's because maybe as powerful as she is, she could only has control of like a certain amount of control. Well, yeah, because now that it's that much further, glitching out because it's too much for her. Because what made me wonder too, and again, maybe I'm so I'm not comic book nerdy enough to know all of this. So maybe some of our listeners know more than me, or maybe yeah, let us know. But my if if you look at when Vision went further out, right when he started walking towards the end of the hex. In the Halloween episode, episode six, remember everybody out there was just kind of fucking standing around? Yeah. So maybe they're so far out, she's like, I can't control their day to day. Yeah, exactly. When they come closer, then I could be like, oh, go do your groceries, go do this. So maybe she's already ex- like controlling what she could. She was at her maximum. <laughs> her maximum. <hey-o. laughs> And then Vision decided to try to get out. And she's like, okay, let me extend it. And she didn't just extend it those six feet. Like I said, she pushed and pushed and pushed. So I think now she's got, she, she's bitten off more than she can chew. And right. now she's, you saw that in a TV set, in the plant, in the little pelican, in the bottle of milk. Everything's glitching and going from um, like decade to decade kind of, right? Right. Like, bottle to car the tv went from flat screen to that old you know 60s style of tv so 
I think she's losing control and I think eventually she might just, yeah, snap. And if she snaps and the hex just like explodes and goes worldwide and then disappears, yeah. it's not like she controls the whole world, but it just... Yeah, it just affects everything. And, then... and that, again, goes into the um, theory that we, we, we mentioned earlier, I mentioned earlier, where everybody might be affected by the hex for like a split second, but that might be enough... To trigger that X gene. Okay. Which yeah, I, like... I could be completely off. No, I, I probably am. But... It's a good theory. I say I, even though I'm talking about theories that other people put out there. But it, it's, it's fun to think about because they have to bring mutants in. They have to. But you know what? I, I feel like... Maybe Wanda doesn't come out of this series at all. She does, though. Why? Because I think she's going to be in uh, this. This leads into the Doctor Strange movie, and she's in that. I think so. Yeah. Oh, man. House see, of see, House that's of what Man's I get for not checking IMDb. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Wanda is the. You know how Thanos was the key factor of Phase Four. Yeah. So Even Wanda. though he was only really in the last two movies, like he was in. Uh, Age of Ultron or you know he was he was in first yeah it's like post credits he was in a post credits then he was mentioned here and there but once he was in that post credits people were like oh shit yeah. Thanos I think now everyone's like oh shit Scarlet Witch because while they were leading to Thanos they were also building up Scarlet Witch right she was in it a bunch but she wasn't really was she in Civil War? Yes. Yes, she, of course. Because she was in she everything caused it past... All. But was she in the battle at the at the airport scene? Um, she might have. Yeah, she was. I don't remember. Because let's face it. In that battle scene, they had to take out Hulk and Thor. Yeah. And they created the storyline where they're off on whatever planet... With uh, the game, game master, uh, the grand, uh, grand, yeah, uh, game master, yeah. Because master? if if Thor or Hulk were on either team, yeah, it's over. That that fight's over, right? Scarlet Witch was there, but she had not yet discovered her true potential yeah she was just doing like small mind tricks and yeah because i don't think she knew what she was capable of because if she did again let's go to endgame where she was okay let's go to infinity wars okay where with one hand she's taking the stone out of vision right with another hand, she's fighting off Thanos, who's only missing one stone. So she is single-handedly controlling or fighting against all five stones. Right? That's some power right there. Right. Then <laughs> Thanos brings him back from the dead, takes and kills <laughs> yeah. him Because Thanos has zero fucks to give and no time to give a shit. But then you go to um, that scene in Endgame, in that just wonderful final scene of the movie, which is 
10 years of Marvel leading up to this. Just great scene. And Thanos is like doing his thing and Scarlet Witch shows up before and she's like, you know, you took everything from me. He's like, I don't even know who you are. Yeah. Which was, by the way, such a great line. He's like, I It's like, wait, wait. Like, what, Do what you remember this? the Street Fighter movie? <laughs> Not well enough. Okay. So there's a scene in the Street Fighter movie where, um, what's his face? Uh, who's the villain for the Street Fighter movie? Uh, um, Bison? Bison, right. <laughs> Raul Julia. Fucking, uh, oh my God, I can't remember names right oh. now. Chung Lee. Yeah. Is, is like, you killed my family and you destroyed my life. And he's like... For for what changed your life might might have been like the greatest event that you've ever experienced, but for me it was Tuesday. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's basically it. She's like, you killed my love, like you 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 took everything from me. He's like, I I don't even know who you are, and she's like, you will, and then she proceeds to toy with him. Like it was no, if it was one on one right there. Right, not a not a battle scene. Right, which which it was. If they were just one versus one, it would be over in a second. She was like, "You guys can't see me, but I'm doing arm <laughs> motions right now." He's and like flailing bam, like crazy. Bam, 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 and she lifts him up, and she's like, "I'm gonna kill you." The only thing, if you remember, that stops her, yeah, is he's like just rain down fire, yeah, and they're like, "But the troops." He's like, "Yeah, yeah, no, fuck them." Yeah, like, the ships. I'm, Please, I'm going to die right now. And then the ships start. So she's found her power. And then I guess after that movie, you know, she's pretty, 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 pretty devastated about Vision. Or crazy. So, which is however you so, want to put it. You know, she creates this thing in, in Westview or whatever. So I don't do that. Yeah, no, that was you. Um, <laughs> all to say, I think it would be... Very disappointing if they were to end the series in a way where they take her out of it and were like, maybe something she did affected the rest of the phase. They've got to keep her in. They've got to. Okay. She could be something where, like in House of M, at least the issue I have, she creates this alternate universe where all of the mutants have what they want. So it takes away from them wanting to kill her because she's unstable. So she's not actually in the comic a lot. Right. You know, because it's following Wolverine's story about how he realizes something's going on and catches up with all the other heroes like Spider-Man and shit to be like, how are we going to stop this? So she might have a minor role to play in the sense of screen time. But when it comes to her, like, the importance of, of, of what she said, I just don't think they can take her out of it. She's got to be in it. Right. Because even, even in the comics, like in Infinity War, Thanos wasn't in every, you know, it, it focused more around how how the different teams and how yeah. the different uh, superheroes were were gotta, dealing with stuff. I gotta read more. Comics, oh, it's so man. good. I love. Like we bought a bunch of different comics online for Harrison. Right. And um, you know he's four, so yeah. he's not reading them. But we're starting his That's why collection. But he loves. I'll sit with him and flip through the the pages and, and show him the story. There's one storyline, X-Men vs. Avengers, 
where the Phoenix comes back and it takes Hope Summers, who's Cable's daughter. Right. But he knows, because he's a time traveler, right? He knows that once the Phoenix comes, the Avengers fight her and want to kill her or whatever. So he goes before that happens to try to kill the Avengers. And that starts a whole war before between the X-Men and the Avengers. But then Phoenix comes and splits itself up in five. Yeah, I've seen, and it, it I've goes seen to pictures s- oh of my God. Cyclops. Um, it's Cyclops, Colossus, yeah. Magic. Um, Cyclops, Colossus, Magic, two more. Anyways, it's such a... What's cool. the... It's the Phoenix Force, right? Yeah. So, I've gone through the comics with Harrison and showed him... Fuck, where is I going? Now I'm just thinking about my kid and how much I love him. And I love <laughs> looking at comics with him. <laughs> but all to say... I just these movies and the storylines because I went back and I read the Phoenix Saga. I went back and I read X Men vs Avengers. I went back and I read um, which other one? There's another series I read too, and it's just so much fun. Oh yeah, the the Infinity Gauntlet, like the Infinity Wars. Yeah. That's such a good con. Submariner. That was one of the one of the. I think uh, I think Submariner is another one who gets the Phoenix Force. Corvus and Rookshire. Oh, there's so many people who had this. Too many people. Because did you know too that at one point Colossus gets the gem? Oh fuck! Can you Google? Oh, nerds are gonna be so mad at me. I say nerd, but. I wish I wasn't. Comic people are going to get so mad at me. Comic people. Krishnickers? Oh, fuck. The gem that Juggernaut has. Um, oh, fuck. I remember because I used to watch the fucking yeah. cartoon and it was... Uh, Juggernaut gem. Uh, kinetic... Is it, uh, Crimson, cr- Crimson gem of Sidorak. There you go. So there's a storyline, and I'm going to be a bit wrong here. So again, don't get mad. It's very loosely based. I have Wiki ready to right. confirm. So something's going on with Juggernaut. He's going apeshit. Colossus needs to stop him. So he contacts, you know, I don't know if he like phone call or Twitter or whatever. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he goes to whoever's in charge of that gem and is like, yo, Juggernaut needs to be stopped. So they give Colossus the gem. And then Colossus gets the Juggernaut suit. Yeah, he looks awesome. And it's so badass. So yeah, I got to get back into comics because there's so many good storylines. Sean's definitely going to tweet out that picture. Oh yeah, yeah. And the picture of the subs that I made. We didn't talk about that yet. I made some submarines, some pepperoni Italian sausage subs for the game tonight. (laughs) And they... Uh, my Papa Bear used to make them. Well, like, and I love them. If there was anything good to come out of the game tonight, it was Sean's subs. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'll I'll post that picture. Um, all to say that I love comic books, and we're going a bit off track. But I'm also drinking gin, and that's what happens. No, whatever. I mean, look, if if you've stuck around this long. You're you're here because you enjoy the uh, the randomness, the talking. You know that's what it a is. A little bit of a comic stuff, 
WandaVision, and, and, and coming up, Waterworld. Waterworld. <laughs> now, before we jump to Waterworld, which I'm so excited for. I can't wait. Um, I don't think... I don't foresee what you mentioned about WandaVision Episode 7 being an issue in 8 or 9. Because now there's only two episodes left. Right. They got to wrap it up. I don't see them slowing it down. Like, now there's a villain. And now we know the villain. Like... It's it's well just, yeah now she's in like a fucking Harry Potter dungeon yeah like I I don't know what's going on there <laughs> it's all it's all it's all magic and she's uh, being taken control of so it looks like maybe Rambo's gonna play a big big role what was what that? was that I don't know did you step on a dog or <laughs> Harry uh, Potter I barely know her. no I. Always, oh, uh, yeah. Careful with that. Yeah, that my, connects everything to everything. My ankle. But uh, yeah, so on. So my theory, Rambo coming in. Don't lick that. <laughs> <laughs> Co- context is necessary, but you're not gonna get it. Don't lick that. Just use your imagination. <laughs> but um, yeah, so Rambo, Rambo's gonna come in with her new superpowers and uh, save Harry Potter. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, um, Waterworld. Waterworld. So, God, I love my wife. Um, we watch a lot of TV, movies, mostly movies. My wife and I, and I have to say, I know a lot about movies. Yeah, like not even the same ballpark. As oh yeah, yeah. What was oh, that yeah. game? The uh, movies trivia game that you guys have and she always oh destroys God. it yeah we had a couple people over and we played uh i don't know what it, it's one of those like you put in the dvd you know and asks movie questions and rosie just toyed with everybody <laughs> it was it was funny but i remember when we were dating at one point we used to still go rent movies even though everybody's streaming we we both love movies we love the experience of going to a movie store and like yeah looking on the back of the dvd you know and in Montreal West, there was Avenue Video. There was still kind of like a family-run store. We loved going there. Um, so I went there once with her, and we're like, let's go rent a movie. And I thought, you know, me with my movie knowledge, everything I've seen, let's go. So we go, and we're looking at, at the wall of movies. And she looks up, and she was literally like, point, like, Seen it, seen it, seen it, seen it, seen it. That was no good, that was no good, that was no good, that was good, that was good, that was no good. Didn't see that, saw that, saw that, saw that. And I'm like, are you... I saw maybe one of two, three of the movies you just pointed to. Like, she is a movie buff. Um, So we watch a lot of movies every night. We put our little guy, we have a son, we put him to bed. We'll put on a movie. If, if we have the focus, we'll put on a new movie. Right. If we're just... You know, chilling and having conversation. We'll put on something that we've seen before just to, to go. And then on our date nights, the first movie is what a focus one. The second movie, we're both a couple drinks in. So it'll just be like, we'll put on like fucking Face Off or something. You know, right. Something that's just a great movie. But you see, yes, that's you right. Know. I just said great because I love Face Off. Face Off is amazing. All is to say, we were trying to think of a movie the other night and she's like, I got this. <laughs> and she puts something on and I'm I'm so excited to see what is it and I just see a bunch of water and I'm like is this fucking Waterworld? <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think it was like 
what they were saying it was one of the worst movies I, back in the day when it came out but honestly like how was, can you go wrong how could how can you go wrong this is this is what it is i it's, think the issue was okay, no, at no, the time it was no, no, the most expensive movie to yeah, be made okay yes and it had kevin Costner. and it it fl- but sean it's it's wet mad max let's talk about that it's it's so good. It is. Let me talk about Mad Max. Okay? With the wet one? Original? <laughs> the dry or wet? Because was the original called Mad Max? Do you, like called... your, do you like your Mad Max dry or wet? <laughs> <laughs> so the original Mad Max is 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 with Mel Gibson. Yeah. Well there there were I, three, right? I I enjoyed them. Yeah. I did. I don't Even remember. Tina them. Turner? And uh <laughs> I enjoyed them a lot. I don't remember them. I only saw them once, and I saw them when I was like 15 years old. My oh, mom had the VHS, so I watched them. I enjoyed them. Uh, Waterworld was fucking. Why was he's got webbed feet? <laughs> he doesn't have time for that little girl drying her crayons on his boat. He right. cuts her hair because she talks too much. Yeah. And then she gets kidnapped, and he's like, yo, that's my friend. So he goes and says, it's so good. I, the best part of that movie is when Dennis Hopper from Speed yeah. um, kidnaps the daughter, or the girl, because, you know, she's got that map on her back that's going to bring them to yeah. dry land. And she's just talking shit, right? She's hyping up. She's like, yo, he kills kids. He does this. He's not scared of you. He's coming to get you. And then... Was that he? That's when they have the montage of like him, him like I don't know, killing killing the smokers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He kills the smokers. (laughs) Then he shows up on the boat and he walks up and he. I love. They're all like, "Who's this guy?" Like, clearly it's your enemy, you idiot. Clearly it's the guy you're scared of. But he takes off his mask, and when it shows that it's you know fucking the whatever they call it, the muty they call him. She looks at them and she's like, you guys are in so much trouble. Like, <laughs> wait, I, I wait just... Dennis Hopper, Dennis Hopper, the, my favorite is when they try, they try to replace his eye. <laughs> He's got like the eyelashes like hanging off his face. Everyone's like, it looks terrible. <laughs> oh man. It's but just a fun movie. Like it, it's got it an really interesting is. premise, you know? Like they had a lot more. And it has action. Yeah. It has a decent Good story. Action. Like I don't know why. I think the hype. It's, I think it's it might not just be about worth... how expensive it yeah. was, and and Kevin Costner had already bombed with like Postman and shit. But I I still like him as an actor. He's great. God, he's Robin Hood. Yeah. And I'm sorry to me, Robin Hood is what the kids would say. Fire! That was huge back. In Robin the day. Hood was fucking badass. And, uh, with Morgan Freeman as as the pink. Oh man. my god! Watch it again because I've watched it, and it is not. It is pretty much nonstop action. What's the opening scene with uh, the the guy chopping hands? They're breaking off. Up, Yeah, the guy's chopping hands off in the dungeons, and he breaks out with uh, Morgan Freeman. Yo, it's it's almost <laughs> action packed the entire movie. It's delight. Fire on the yo! He robs from the rich. He gives to the poor. It's Robin Hood yeah. does not get the love it should get. Robin Hood 
is a great movie. Oh no, no, it got it got love. It it's, just it just never got like it never it never held up. I guess you know it never stayed in the popular. No blades, no bows. Leave your weapons here. No blades, <laughs> no bows. Leave your weapons here. They I'm took fucking flashbacks. They took me oh, on. No, 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 no. What's what's great about that is it spawned the the Mel Brooks. Robin <laughs> yeah, Hood men, men in tights. <laughs> but I, I have to say, Robin Hood, I will defend to my I death. Think more I, people, I think more people more people are aware of Robin Hood men in tights than they are about the the Robin Hood that spawned that yeah. spoof. But Robin But again, let's go back to Mad Max and Not Waterworld good. because you're right. Waterworld is just a wet Mad Max. Super wet. Now when <laughs> when Mad Max came out, this new one. Yeah. It was a great movie. No. What? Come on. Mad Max and again. Mate. Again. Fuck. Stop saying again. No, again. Say it again, Sean. Maybe. On it's paper. Because on paper, you've said again a total of. Like a hundred. I'll, I'll count it. Well, <laughs> um, I think Rosie, Rosie brought up a great point in that maybe it's because we didn't watch it in theaters. Okay. It's so overhyped. It, it's it 3D? so overhyped. It wasn't that good. It was good. Eh. eh. Okay. 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 Like I'm not gonna. I'm so not gonna walk away saying, and say it was one of the worst movies I've seen. You're saying Waterworld is better than the new Mad Max movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know it's. It sounds we're, silly we're when lose you all credibility when, when you phrase it like that. It sounds silly. Um, let's just say this. If they remade Waterworld today, yeah. it would be much better than... Ma- what was so great about Mad Max? What was so great about it? It was just... There was like, a... It, driving in the desert. Oh, yeah, guitar fucking, playing with fire. Okay, oh, that was like, ridiculous. It was but, fucking... But Witness Me, I like that. That was good. What was that? W- Witness Me. It was like painting his fucking face. That was awesome. There was a, uh, it was good. I don't know but I mean look you you watch the original Mad Max movies there's nothing happens there there's not much there's a couple things that happens it's really but drawn you gotta out take into context the time movies are made no of course but I'm just saying Road Warrior I think was one of them Road Warrior Thunderdome and uh, <laughs> what is it? What? Tina Turner. No, but what's the th- Thunder Gun? <laughs> what? It's it's always sunny in Philadelphia. I don't yeah. remember. I don't remember that. Anyways, um, Mad Max I think is up there with the most overhyped movies in the last ten years with The Witch. Oh no! Don't say it, Sean. And I'm gonna don't I'm gonna, don't say it. Are you ready? Because I really like this movie. You know it's coming. It's like one of the one one of my favorite horror movies. The worst movie. Stop it. I have seen. Don't do it. Goes by the name of Hereditary. My God. Okay, we we need people to chime in on this because I I feel like you're a minority. My favorite is that one dude from uh, Typhoon. Okay. Uh, this bar we go to. Uh, well, used to before lockdown. He, yeah, he goes by <laughs> David Don't, and I think he even uh, like he produces like music videos and stuff. Okay, and I went up one time and 
had quite a few drinks and he brought up no i was just passionately talking about how much i hated hereditary. is it because i brought it up and he i think you brought it, it up it might have been the night that i saw it yeah <laughs> you brought it up i went ape shit on how bad it was and he was really entertained he was like i kind of liked it and i just went off on how bad it was and then like a week or two later we're at the bar and he like i, I went up to the bar we're at a booth and I walked away from the booth to go get a drink at the bar. And he came up to me. He's like, hey, man, you're, you're that guy who doesn't like hereditary. I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, I looked at him like, yeah, I'm that guy. I'm that guy. I don't know if I, we've ever spoken before, but I'm that guy. And he was like, I have to say, I really appreciate your passion. <laughs> He's like, I liked the movie, but I was really entertained by how much you did not like it. And, oh no, it's not even. I got that story wrong. Sorry. I saw. I went to the bar to get a drink, and I saw him sitting there with a girl. Okay. And I interrupted them. I was like, "Hi, I'm sorry." And they looked at me. I was like, "I don't know if you remember me from last week." And right away, he's like, "Yeah, I do." And I was like, "I just want to say I was overly aggressive with how much I hated Hereditary." <laughs> And I'm sorry if I, like, disrespected your opinion or whatever, but, like, I just really didn't like that movie, and I drank a lot. So. Yeah. And he looked, and he's like, honestly, man, I've brought it up a lot. <laughs> I, I've, I've brought that situation up a lot since this last week. He's like, I'm actually really entertained by how much you didn't like it, so I appreciate your, like, apology or whatever. But we're all good. And it's like, okay, cool. Because as long as you know, that movie was fucking terrible. And I kind of... Uh, anyways, it's just... It wasn't good. I, I We'll do a hereditary episode. You know what we'll do? We'll watch it. No. Yeah. Never mind. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> no. No. I don't. It was so bad. Sean, never mind. Sean, you're so many drinks and you actually <laughs> you actually brought up watching Hereditary when you're like so adamant about hating that movie. Because I thought you gotta break it down and say why it was so bad, right? People are gonna be like, okay, you it's know bad, what? but you why? You know what? I think I think what I want you to do is is literally watch it. Watch mm. it. No no. I'm no, never no. gonna watch it again. No, no. But tear it apart. Maybe. Tear it apart. It was so I'll, bad. I'll edit it and everything. We'll put it on YouTube. It'll be great. I tell you what. Listeners, if you want an episode, not, not a full last the podcast episode, but if you want a segment, like 15 to 20 minutes on my breakdown of why it was so bad, let us know and I'll... I'll no, please, I want you to do it anyway. Please don't, because I don't want to watch it again, but please, I'll do it. Please do it. Please. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Can not you? only not only do you, do you get to torture Sean a little bit, but you also get a hilarious teardown of a great horror movie. Also, maybe not that great. I would much appreciate more if instead you're like, you write, you write to us and you say, instead of talking about why it's so bad why don't you talk about why robin hood is so good <laughs> and we'll watch that and we'll talk about that oh man we, or my we, favorite action movie again now now i'm all over the place sorry i'm a couple gins in and we're talking pop culture so i'm jumping movie to movie that's fine my favorite action movie yeah all time 
All time? Yeah. Why not? Okay. Let's make let's make a Wait, are you saying Robin Hood's your favorite? Or no. you are gonna go Okay. No. I'm going off the board from there. Um It's bold. My favorite that's not even fucking bold. I am a hundred percent behind this. It's the rock. Yeah? Oh yeah. Uh, eh, what? Well, no, I mean, I'm saying, no, I respect that. That's, <laughs> Sorry. that's, now I'm just that's getting yours. aggressive. I apologize. That's yours. It's The Rock, man. That's yours. It's, so, the action is great. The acting is, well, it's Nicolas Cage, so not great. Well, no, 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 no. But, Good acting. That was before Nick Cage went crazy. Well, those are his face off. Face off is another good one. But The Rock, man, the story's fantastic. The music, you know the speech one of my favorite lines and i'm gonna mess this up because i've been drinking gin but ed harris but that's a michael bay movie right probably it is because if you rewatch it right it's got those it's it's got those slow kind of close-ups and like really intent like when you watch when you watch the transformer movies you could see exactly. Uh, you assume that I watch the Transformers. Oh, come on. You got to watch everything bad so you can make fun of it. It's true because you're right because you can't say something is bad if you haven't seen it. You know what? Actually, okay, I'll tell you about a movie that I watched yesterday that I think is a little underrated. Not the best movie, but pretty entertaining. And you can make fun of me. That's fine. I will. Paul. Okay, I've seen it. Completely, I'm I'm completely. No, no. I'm looking for the quote. That is that with um, the British. Seth, it's it's, Shaun of the Dead. Uh, it's um, yeah, Shaun of the Dead. What's his face? Uh, Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg with the alien. Nick Frost and Seth Rogen as the alien. As the alien, yeah. I remember enjoying it, but I don't remember it enough. It's a fun movie. That's really all it is, but I, I feel like it never got the love it deserved. It's fucking it, it's great. And like I said, anything sci-fi, I'm I'm all in. Like one of my favorite movies, one of my favorite action movies, um Starship Troopers. Okay. Here we go. Do you that, not like Starship Troopers? No, that that oh, movie. Here we go. Sean, I didn't realize we were so no 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 no. This is on. sorry because I'm ty- it's I'm saying it slowly because I'm typing at the same time. I'm looking for some. Okay, Sean hates all my all my no, no, no. movies. Starship Troopers should be the worst movie of all time, but it's so good. It's amazing. It, it is. It's RoboCop with bugs. It's it's a really good movie. I'm just looking for the exact quote from General Hummel. Uh, for The Rock, and I can't find it right now. I see this now. I press the link, and that's going to give me other... Uh. But anyways, it's towards the end of the movie, and Ed Harris is like... Put the phone down to something, because they're like... You know, he, he's... Wait, is, it, is this the Toronto War Room again? No. <laughs> they, they're, they're not getting the money that they want, right? That the terrorists, the mercenaries have requested. Right. Because they have the green balls. Yeah. You want me to stick this in my heart? Are you fucking nuts? (laughs) So towards the end, they're not getting the money. So they're about to just order the bombs to it. And Ed Harris is like, no. Like, 
that's not what we're about. We were bluffing, whatever. And the guy's about to call it anyways. And he does something along the lines of like, you've been asked by a, f- oh yeah. He's like, put the phone down. No, I'm going to order. Put the phone down. He's like, you've been asked by a friend. You've been ordered by a commander. And he's like, pulls out his gun. He's like, now you're being given the last chance by a man holding a gun. And I'm like, yo, get Harris is fucking around, man. Put it down. <laughs> like, but General Hummel, I actually recently, I wish I still had my list, put a, put a list out of my top 10 favorite villains in movies. And off the top of my head, Thanos was one of them. Uh, the Joker was one of them. And one of them was General Hummel from The Rock because, you know, he just wasn't okay with the fact that something in the past happened where a bunch of American soldiers were killed and their families had nothing to show for it. So what he was going to do is steal a bunch of like biochemical warfare weapon things and threaten the population with him but it was just a bluff so that he can get the money and yeah what it he hurts was, yeah what he was gonna do with the money was he was gonna pay it to the mercenaries and give the rest to the families of of the aforementioned um soldiers like and sean connery's like oh i escaped <laughs> the rock alcatraz oh i've been <laughs> Losers complain about their best. No, no. Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. And he's like, <laughs> "That's exactly I, the quote." I just looked it up on IMDb. Yeah. Losers <laughs> complain about their best. It's it's losers always whine, but everything yeah. else is verbatim. Yeah. And then he's like, "Carlo was the prom queen." <laughs> <laughs> but the scene too, where the the good guys or whatever come up from the sewers yeah. into that room and they're surrounded. The Rock is the best action movie. Um, there are plenty of other. The Raid was fantastic. Uh, Face Off was fantastic. Oh, Face Off was uh, great. Robin Hood, <laughs> Waterworld. You know, there's a ton of. I don't know. Really Waterworld's no, one Waterworld. of the best. I look. I enjoyed Waterworld, but it doesn't touch what we're talking about. Okay. Edge. Okay. I'm. Just, I'm just looking at a list right now. But like, fucking Edge of. No, those are just popular top 100 action movies. Let's see. Black Panther. I would take Marvel out though. Mad Max Fury Road is number four. Fuck that. <laughs> Dunkirk. I haven't seen. Star Wars. How is Star Wars: The Last Jedi on here? Okay, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This list can suck a dick. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, catch me if you can. That's not an action movie. Hunger Games. No. Get out of here. I feel we've gone so off base. No, it's fine. This is this is our outro. Um. This is this is. This is bonus. This is like the the bonus material on the DVD. So, yeah, I'm giving some silent time for editing if needed. You listeners, 
I ask you. Reach out to us. Facebook at uh, Last the Podcast. Twitter, Last the Podcast 1. What are your top action movies? Yeah. What uh, I would really... Because this is something that's really opinion-based. Right? So I won't tell you you're wrong. My, my choice is The Rock. And you can throw at some movies that I will probably really agree with being great. Like Matrix, the first one. Fantastic. Um, I, I, I would just love to hear what... What you throw out there against the rock? Like, what are you gonna? I'm you so know what? Like, Goldeneye. Remember Goldeneye? Uh, that was great. But okay, there. Just a couple honorable mentions that I found a list. Okay, go that ahead. Obviously, we've been drinking and we can't process those. Oh, brain cells. I just saw one right there. Yes, yes. Fucking Terminator is, Two. Terminator Two. Apocalypse Now. Eh. Matrix. Original. Yes. Ma- when it came out, Matrix changed the game. The sequels it should not have existed. Kind of bad. There's a fourth not one coming kind of. out. Two. Okay. All of them were bad. Two had two very good action scenes. The one, the opening one when they're on top of the trucks. Yeah. And then another one where he's in that courtyard against all of the Mr. Smiths. I've, I've rewatched it. Phenomenal. That, uh, Rewatch that. That scene is good. When he's with all the Smiths, yeah, and he's he's fucking he's using Fights he's, with he's running in a circle, yeah. To, it, Is it oh, not come that on. good? No, okay, I, okay, it doesn't hold up. Oh, okay, it, maybe it doesn't. It maybe. doesn't hold up. But it's, Terminator Two, yeah, that's that's a great fucking Gladiator. Movie. Remember that one? You want to hear something funny? No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, on. yes, definitely. Uh, went to Renaissance, and I bought a copy of the gladiator got home and noticed it's signed by Ridley Scott. And I thought that's no, no way. So I Googled the signature and it matches. So for $4, what? That's saving private Ryan's a fantastic one. But again, I don't know if I put war movies in, you wouldn't put movie. You know what, what I mean? It's more I, of a drama. It's more. Uh, I don't know. Like I, I, I'm not. I'm not saying that to take away from it because there's obviously action. Saving Private Ryan is probably in my top. Here's what we're gonna do, Matt. Yeah. Get ready for our next episode. Are we doing? Are we doing top ten? Top ten movies. M- movies or not action genre. Not action. What are your top 10 movies? No particular order. Oh, and I'll be, do mine. It's going to be like a... Oh, this is going to be tough. Oh, there's going to be a lot of a lot of sci-fi on my list. I'm just warning you right That's now. That's cool. Oh, boy. We can do a few because I've done my top... Rosie and I have done this a lot on our date nights. We've talked about it. Our top 10 movies, our top 10 actors, our top 10 directors. Sean, true lies. Dinah! <laughs> Dana, get down. Have you ever killed anybody? Yeah, but they're all really bad. <laughs> do it. Do it slowly. You know, you know what the best do line it, in that? Do some. Uh... Like, Helen, she's having an affair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, we got to stop. We're, we're saving this. So next episode, <laughs> look forward to Matt and Sean's or Sean and Matt, depending on who you like more. 
It's let's go Matt alphabetical. And Matt and Sean. Uh, Sean and Matt, depending uh, on what day. Yeah. Okay. Sean and Matt's top ten favorite movies of all time, all time, all time, all time. And maybe I, I might I'm include psyched. an honorable mention or, or two. Well, but we'll probably throw in a couple honorable mentions because I know there's some that are coming out. No, they're not out. Does it count? No, no, it, it's just, no. Just it's wait. not out. I can't wait. I can't wait, Sean. I think this show, this episode went off the rails in the second... Second quarter? Quarter? Yeah. <laughs> second quarter, is that thing? Second half. <laughs> um, There's only two fun. quarters of this podcast. But we jumped. We did a lot more pop culture, and I like that. We jumped from, from thing to thing. But I'll tell you right now. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give you three of mine. No, we got to wait till next episode. What are you I can give about? you three? Just a little taste? Little, little, little taste? Okay, yeah, yeah, go, go, go. The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> you could just, you're just going to name The Rock three times, aren't you? <laughs> That's my, You know what? I don't even know if that makes my top ten, but I like it. The other two, uh, obviously, Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. And I will say uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Oh, yeah, that, oh, super depressing. It is, but the rewatchability is fantastic. And that counts a lot for me. Okay. When it comes to a favorite movie, it's got to be one that you can watch a lot. And I find every time I've watched that movie, I found something new. But that's it. Like I said, I feel we dragged on. I feel okay, it's wait, my wait, wait. fault. You I gave three. I'm going to give one. Yes. Just please, real quick. Please go ahead. I know it, not a lot of people like this one, but Cloud Atlas. Heard of it? Don't know it. Oh, I, I have a feeling so I won't have seen a lot of yours. No. This will be interesting. So maybe we'll yeah. we'll add a couple movies to each other's lists. And yeah. Maybe a couple to people who listen this far. If you but say Hereditary, I will stop Sean, the show. Sean, spoiler alert, number one on my list. Hereditary. I swear to God. <laughs> I will jump off this show. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put it on my list just cause. Okay. Yeah, on that on that note, on that bombshell. I'd say we thank you for sticking around in the second half. Yeah, the second quarter. I, I joke about how off the rails it was, but I think it was kind of entertaining. We covered a lot of bases. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of like it this way too because pop you know culture what? is we a get, lot to cover. We get hockey, at, not out of the way, but we talk, we talk hockey. And then, you know what? We can let loose a little and just kind of... Do our own uh, our own format this way. It's I, I enjoy this. This is a lot better, I think. Yeah. So I want to hear what's your favorite action movie because we asked that already, and I'll put this out on Twitter and I'll put it out on Facebook. And can you ask questions on Instagram? I don't know how to fucking work Instagram. I don't know. I'll, I'll create like a video. What's it called? A, a what? Story. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do a story on Instagram, <laughs> and I'm gonna ask you if I can figure it out. What are your top 10 movies and here's the thing if you answer oh you gonna get a shout out <laughs> unless you answer hereditary yeah. no I'll, I'll shout you out i just it won't be friendly yeah so you can you can email us if you want to it's uh ltp podcast 83 at gmail.com any suggestions uh, your lists, even if you just, you know, any any favorite movies that you have that maybe we haven't heard of that we can check out. 
always welcome, especially during uh, COVID quarantine and everything. We, We're looking we need to watch. Oh yeah, I've watched. I've I've gone through everything I know. So yeah, yeah. And if you want to get to us on those other platforms I mentioned, it's uh, Twitter is Last the Podcast One, and Facebook we have our page Last the Podcast, and. Instagram last the podcast so top 10 movies I think it's uh, I think it'd be a lot of fun to talk about so yeah give us your answers do it all right thanks guys see you in two weeks